stories, big guests, the big picture. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge. Weekdays 1230 to 3, 770 CHQR. All right, off the top here this afternoon, though, now we are in the midst of voting. The United Conservative Party, three days of voting, yesterday, today, and up until 5 o'clock tomorrow. We understand there are over 60,000 party members who are registered to vote, and they can vote via phone or Internet. But they need to be registered, and they need to have a PIN, a PIN number. Now, two of the candidates, Doug Schweitzer and Brian Jean, have requested that the party put the voting on hold because of security concerns. Now, the statement released by the party, the United Conservative Party's Leadership Election Committee, the LEC, has reviewed the concerns raised by two leadership campaigns related to the voting process and determined there is no evidence of security breaches. Robin Henwood, chair of the LEC, said given the security features in place around the process, an audit review of pin distribution and use, the LEC is certain of the validity of the process. And Wood says, quote, we have asked the campaigns to provide evidence to back up their allegations and have received none. To be diligent, we have also undertaken a double check in the process and have found no evidence of fraud. As a committee, we've been very diligent to ensure a sound and reliable process. So what to make of all of this? Joining us for more, Tom Vernon, Provincial Affairs reporter for Global News, who's following the story today. Tom, thanks for joining us here. Hey, happy to be here. So how and why did this all come about in the first place, do we know? Yeah, so it's um, we've heard all along from a couple of the camps about, look, this is a pretty onerous process to, uh, to register to vote in this. You need to provide some photo ID and go through a number of different steps to get the uh, voter pin in the first place. And then uh, they kind of heard some concerns from a couple of supporters from the, the two campaigns about how, well, you know, I was able to, you know, I, my pin didn't work or for whatever reason I had to phone in to get a new pin and all I had to do was give my name and address, and the person over the phone said, okay, yeah, here's your new pen, away you go, with, and without any further verification. And they say, well, hold on a second, every campaign has access to the entire voter roll, the, the campaign uh, campaign voter roll, the names and addresses and information of uh, everybody that's registered. So they didn't see any wrongdoing happening, but they were concerned about the possibility of it being there. So that's why late last night, it was about quarter to 11 last night, where they filed the the concern with the party and asked for the the vote to be paused interesting so uh the statement from the party i guess it makes it pretty clear from their perspective Mm -hmm. there's no issue and and things will proceed yeah and uh then the party was the party said that last night and and this morning as well saying look we have a number of uh, checks and balances in place and the way they outline the checks and balances well they say uh, they're tracking ip addresses of where the votes are coming from um if someone phones in and gets someone else's pin well the original pin gets cancelled, and if that member goes to try and vote and that pin has been used, well, they could raise that concern. And they, they told me last night that they can kind of track what happened there, and they haven't seen any evidence of that. So the party, as we saw in that statement just released, is actually as I was dialing into you guys, uh, that you know they haven't seen any of that happening. So, yeah, the, the party told, or the leadership election committee told both those campaigns this morning, look, we're, we're satisfied and we're, we're going to move ahead with voting as, as scheduled, and there never was a break in the voting process. Right. So they they say they're tracking IP addresses, but mm-hmm. I guess the concern's been raised um, that, that maybe people can use these, um, what are basically IP blockers, uh, so use VPNs, right? VPN, yeah. And actually, now I've, I've learned that uh, both the, the Schweitzer and Gene campaigns have actually raised that issue with the Leadership, leadership Election Committee, uh, have formally submitted uh, submissions to the Leadership Election Committee about that. I haven't heard from the LEC 
uh, exactly on the process they're undertaking to look into that. But that has been raised with the party because that is that is obvious an obvious concern for those two camps as well. I mean, and when I tweeted it out last night, it took all of two minutes for someone to tweet me and say, well, yeah, you can just use a VPN to block IP. So that that has been raised with the party as well. Right, and I think these two know the you know the the seriousness of of the issues they're raising here because uh, here we are right at the end of the process, uh, and mm-hmm. they're they're calling the entire process into question. Mm-hmm. And, and you can't imagine that too many folks in the party are overly, overly happy about this, right? I mean, I, I interviewed Nathan Cooper this morning. He wasn't he wasn't unhappy about what's happening here, but he he stood up and said, "Look, I'm satisfied with the security of this. There are checks and balances in place, but you know, this isn't what the party wants to be talking about ahead of what's going to be, you know." the biggest day before the next biggest day for this party, and that is selecting their their new leader. And uh, they want to be focusing on, hey, it was a hard-fought race, and this is our new leader, and we're all united, and we're going to go forward. Well, instead, we're talking about, well, these campaigns are worried about the voting process. So, yeah, from a public public perception standpoint, yeah, this isn't uh, what they were hoping to hear. All right. Well, we'll continue to follow this story through the day. Tom, appreciate the update. Thanks for joining us here. Anytime. All right. That's Tom Vernon, uh, Provincial Affairs reporter with Global News, following the story today. Uh, You know, it's funny because I was on last night talking to Charles Adler about this very issue. And sure, there's been some tension in this campaign, but but certainly I would have put money on the fact that uh, whatever happens tomorrow, you'd have three people standing up there, two of them, uh, you know, holding up the arms of the winner and everybody smiling and shaking hands. I didn't really envision a scenario where maybe we wouldn't see that. Or could we possibly envision a scenario where we get to the end of this, a winner's announced, and and two of the campaigns say they they don't accept it. I don't think that's what this party wants or needs. So how do you move on from this? Now, here's the other question. I mean, does it or should it matter to people who aren't involved in this process, who aren't members of the party, aren't participating in the process, might not even vote for the party in the next election? Is this relevant to you? I I certainly think that there are probably those who have a vested interest in this party falling on its face uh, who would love to play up this chaos, if that's what it is. Would it somehow suggest that it's uh, an illegitimate winner? They can't even get their own house in order. Do you trust them to run Alberta? I'm sure they got those talking points at the ready. And I'm sure it's a dilemma, too, for these campaigns. Do we raise this issue? Do we create this perception that this is illegitimate? Do we give the, the opposition, our opponents, these talking points? Uh, here's a little bit of what Doug Schweitzer had to say. He was on with uh, Global News this morning uh, talking about why they've raised this issue. So as, as you heard Tom Vernon say, they're concerned that the people are only needed to provide their name and address or a pin, and that it's information that's readily available to all the campaigns. We had a couple volunteers call in to us saying, hey, we went to get a new pin number, we called into the number. We were amazed at how easy it was. Uh, the party has put in place originally some pretty robust protocols to make sure that there isn't any you know, ability to impact it from a voter fraud perspective. Uh, but right now, all you have to do is call into the hotline, uh, tell them your name and an address. Uh, you can get anybody's name and address because the parties have distributed these lists pretty widely, uh, and somebody could get a voting pin. I think that this race is going to be very, very close. Uh, so we want to make sure that we get this fixed, and hopefully the party takes this concern very seriously. Okay, so we read to you what the party had to say, the statement that they released just a short time ago. Uh, earlier, our reporter John Himpy spoke with uh, Janice Harrington, executive director uh, of the United Conservative Party. And again, she says if someone's PIN has been compromised and used fraudulently, they wouldn't be able to vote at all since the system wouldn't issue a second PIN after somebody's already voted. What we would see is that the person would go to vote legitimately, 
and their PIN would be disabled because they've, they've already voted or because somebody's called um, and got a new PIN and their old PIN was disabled. And she says on the issue of security, it's something they take very, very seriously. We have uh, a whole bunch of security processes in place, including IP monitoring um, and reviewing and auditing all going on. So since the allegations were made, um, we've asked uh, for some evidence to be produced because we don't see it on our end for sure. And we've yet to see that evidence. All right. So what do you make of all of this? 403-974-8255. Is there a legitimate concern here? Do you think this is a last-ditch Hail Mary attempt from uh, two candidates who, who may not win this thing? To try to cast dispersions on the vote that might propel that other guy, Jason Kenney, to victory? Or, you know, like I say, are these legitimate concerns that they're raising that the party needs to take seriously? I'm curious, what do you make of all of this? If you're involved in the process, if you've already voted, or certainly if you've had any issue voting, or any issues with getting your pin or getting a new pin. Again, our number here, 403-974-8255. A lot more still to come here today. We're back after this. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge, starting at 1230 on News Talk 770 Calgary.